your stories heard. This is Undeterred. Live! <laughs> Podcast streaming on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Stories heard. This is Undeterred. Undeterred by Ken. <laughs> Hello, hello! Magandang hapon sa inyong lahat. Ay, magandang araw sa inyong lahat. Umaga, gabi, or whatever yung pinakihinggan itong aking podcast. Tayo ay nagbabalik para sa isa na mga umaati kabumbali taktakan, mga kaibigan. Medyo stressful lang ating um, episode 5 because of uh, my descent to uh, to the 12 small things brought to us by Attorney Lacton. Binoto ko man din siya. Pero anyway, so last week, um, we talked about that. This week, ibang ibang um, ibang topic naman ang ating pag-uusapan at ito yung um, uh, topic na inopen sa atin ni Dr. Likha Minimo, di ba? Betty, ang ganda ng ang ganda ng pangalan ni, Do- ni, ni Dr. Likha. So, um, who is Dr. Likha? Dr. Likha is a professor um, in the National Institute of Geological Sciences, oh, di ba? Boom. She has a PhD in um, Um, PhD, of course, kaya nga doctor siya in philosophy. So, the topic that we'll be discussing today is disaster risk reduction management. It's very timely habang hinahagupit ang mga bahay natin ni Bagyong Paeng. And I hope you're staying safe and staying dry and comfortable, cozy inside your homes and let us pray that wala sanang masyadong magiging damages or casualties or fatalities itong bagyong ito sa atin having been um, having been classified as a super typhoon nonetheless. Um, but yeah, uh, let us uh, let us know first who Dr. Likha is and let us dig in deeper to our topic which is disaster risk reduction management which is very close to our hearts um, as Filipinos. So number one, a wom- Dr. Likha is a woman with a geology major and she noticed initially that the problems um, we are facing in the Philippines are driven by natural calamities, diba? Uh, a short story time, in 2012, she attended a seminar in Japan when the tsunami happened. And the years following that, she witnessed many other calamities um, this, in, this time in the Philippines. And this opened her eyes to the topic, which is disaster risk reduction management. So, um, along with her professors and other geologists, they worked on hazard, and creating, diba? and crafting and creating a hazard ma- map, uh, which... actually is to disseminate preparedness in several high-risk locations in the Philippines. So, very um, uh, timely and it's very le- timely and relevant to my country, which is the Philippines. So, <laughs> yeah. Pero, pero totoo, it's very timely, it's very le- relevant diba, sa, ating, sa ating situation, having been situated in the Pacific Ring of Fire. So, uh, yun. So, classify niya rin, hindi naman siya lang, pero marami rin siyang na-classify or na-realize uh, with, while doing her work. Number one, uh, na-classify nila yung different hazards in the Philippines, which is yung natural, for sa lang natin, yung mga man-made, uh, man-made, natural nga, uh, God-made uh, calamities and um, yung mga typhoons, earthquakes and such. And, and tinatawag nating anthropogenic and then lastly yung conflict or violence of course those are the hazards existing in the Philippines now let's focus on natural hazards in the Philippines um meron tayong tatlong 
main hazard, natural hazards existing in the Philippines. And that's number one, of course, earthquake. Ito yung pag-shift ng ating Um, ng ating fault lines, di ba? Paggalaw ng um, lupa, ng mga crack, mga biak sa ilalim ng ating Earth's crust. And then yung volcanic, ito naman yung pagtaas ng um, pag-init, di ba? Pagtaas uh, ay yung pag-init na nakikreate ng pagkikiskisan ng mga um, ng mga uh, tectonic plates and then yung pag-angat nung Uh, ng mga ng mud or ng magiging magma or lava sa sa ating mga vulkan which will lead into a volcanic eruption eventually and then lastly yung hydrometeorologic hydrometeorologic meteorological kaya ba yan kaya ba yan guys <laughs> so yun <laughs> and lastly syempre yung pinakabago ngayon yung covid-19 which is yung organisms So, yung pag-interact ng organisms with each other, kung paano nagiging, nagkakaroon ng virality and such um, in terms of, um, in terms of um, infections. So, yun. Um, ang, ang key point naman itong talk ni, uh, ni Dr. Um, Dr. Likha Minimo, Dr. Minimo, is yung... Um, Sabi niya, it is the responsible responsibility of both the local and national units to address these hazards. However, sabi niya, unfortunately for me, ah, medyo nakakalungkot lang ito, this is not the case in many areas in the Philippines because even though it is already a law, an act at least, some are not adapting the DRRM model or the Disaster Risk Reduction Management Model or system na ginawa. Um, bakit? Bakit ganon? Bakit marami hindi sumusunod? Or bakit may mga sumunod pero huli na silang sumunod? So, ang main challenge dito is in terms of conflicts. Conflicts bo- brought by, dito ko naiinis kasi yung conflicts ay, it was brought forth by changes in leadership, uh, leadership, leaderships during the election. So, bakit ganon? Pag nagpapalit ng, ng, ng election, ng, ng leaders, pagka nagkakaroon tayo ng election nagkakaroon din ng pagpapalit or um, ng ng priorities of course of those leaders if DRRM is not something that they are going to prioritize then most likely uh, hindi makakuha ng enough funding di ba yung DRRM offices and it slowed down the development of disaster risk reduction management offices throughout the Philippines because of those changes and challenges so um, sabi nga nila most of the DRRM offices have overlapping job functions pa nga. Yung mga officers na tumata or nagmaman are assigned to um, several disaster risk reduction management offices throughout the Philippines, LGUs, and national level. Um, minsan, hindi lang iisa yung job function nila. Minsan, isa PIO na siya doon sa, sa LGU. Tapos, pag nagkakaroon ng sakuna, siya rin yung tinatap to focus on disaster risk reduction management. So, itong overlapping job functions na to nagre-render yung mga tao na being unable to focus in DRRM DRRM and it boils down to sabi niya nga yung priority ng LGU instead of focusing on one job function alone nagkakaroon tuloy ng um, 
problema lalo, 'di ba? Alam naman natin na hindi nawawala yung mga typhoons dito sa Philippines and lahat naman tayo pag nakaka-typhoon, halos lahat tayo nakakaranas ng pag-ulan, ng mga pagbaha, pag-landslide at kung ano-ano pa having been situated again in the Pacific Ring of Fire, most likely than not, will experience more than four typhoons in a, in a year. So, bakit tayo titi, bakit natin hindi pinupondohan ng maayos at tama? at magman tayo, 'di ba? Mag mag-hire tayo ng maraming tao dito sa DRRM, 'di ba? So, sadly, this pattern in terms of capacity was observed from the minute level, yung barangay levels natin up to the national level. Isipin niyo, hindi lang sa mga LGUs pati sa national level, ganun din yung nangyayari. So, um yun nga, 'di ba? And yung yung kasi ang problema rin dito, yung current DRRM system natin is decentralized. Although um being decentralized, meron siyang mga advantages and disadvantages, 'di ba? Um and one of the major disadvantages in terms of this decentralized system is yung communication kasi nga yung national and local mahirap mag-communicate with each other sinabi na pala ng national na walang pasok sa lahat ng antas ng um, lahat ng antas ng school say for example tapos na late naman nag-declare itong si um, si local government so nakita na natin yan kung paano nagpe-play out in real life so yung mga bata naghihintay pa rin ng eh kasi po hindi pa naman po sinabi ng government, local government namin na wala kaming pasok or ako bata sa Cavite na nag-aaral sa QC hindi pa naman po nagsususpend ng klase si um, si uh, si Mayor Joy ba diba? so mga ganon so instead of doing instead of um, instead of having a clear clear communication whether you're not allowed or not going you're not going to school anymore um nagre-risk patuloy lalo yung mga tao na lumabas 'di ba while harm might be in their way so yung mga ganung klaseng communication hindi masyadong na um, hindi masyadong centralized kasi nga may dalawang um, levels pa rin which is yung local and national so Uh, sana magkaroon tayo ng centralized um, centralized management system um, or model in terms of DRRM. So, ano yung mga ano naman, mga nagka- paano naman magkakaroon ng um, in, yung um, tag dito, immersion um, yung DRRM. Paano naman makakapa- makakatulong ito? Um, how can we help, 'di ba? Through NSTP, yung interventions ng DRRM. Uh, in terms of NSTP. So, number one na tinalakay dito ni Doc, Doc Minimo is yung um, information dissemination to high-risk areas. We need to identify target areas um, in terms of um, effectively providing them with a dissemination or information dissemination campaign to to know to let them know more about their um, their um their areas 'di ba nasaan ba for example nasaan ba yung mga um ating mga pupuntahan pag nagkaroon ng baha sa atin sino-sino ba yung mga da- ano ba yung mga number hotlines mga tao na pwedeng nating tulungan ng tulong pag wala na tayong internet pag wala na, pag meron pag may sumabog na transformer during the baha pag may nakalaylay na electrical wire electrical live electrical electrical wiring sa baha mga ganyan 
So those things, um, through information dissemination and letting people know that these areas are high risk during flash flood, landslide, tsunamis, earthquakes and such, magkakaroon ng, ng, um, magkakaroon ng um, empowerment in the community. Diba? Magkakaroon din sila ng awareness. Hindi nga lang awareness eh, kasi we should be long um, long um, done with with awareness alone. So, dapat na ngayon, na-empower na natin sila kung ano yung mga kailangan nilang gawin. Kasi awareness is not the key, but awareness is just the beginning and we should not be at this point in time na lagi nating na raranasan yung mga pagbaha pagbaha pagulan di ba so flash flood landslides and such so dapat wala na tayo sa awareness level dapat mas mataas na yung um, information na alam natin in terms of disaster risk reduction and management so ano pa ba training of basic life saving di ba nagkakaroon tayo ng trainings instead of um, in, in 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 our ROTCs di ba um, ng basic life saving so we can employ those skills um, during um, during um, operations, di ba? Um, so, sana makatulong nga talaga. So, ma- sana magkaroon ng um, proper channeling of those individuals who have basic life training um, certifications para magamit and mag-volunteer sila to, to those areas and mapadala sana sila dun sa mas kailangan silang mga areas. And what else? Strategies and tactical service, di ba? So, um, in terms of conflict, ah, wag naman sa conflict kasi mga bata pa mga college students. So, um, in terms of um, relief operations, di ba? So, yun, yung training yung strategies ng tactical service on our ROTC. Ano pa ba? Volunteerism in our NSTP, CWTS, di ba? So, volunteerism, helping communities be empowered. Um, and, pinaka-importante ito for me, yung connecting communities. So, we, we as a... Um, yung um, sa UP, di ba? Nagkakaroon tayo ng iba't ibang linkages, communities. Um, nagkakaroon tayo ng mga um, maraming connections. And hopefully, we use those connections to to channel them correctly and their resources to our communities, to the to the needed, to the um, yung mga communities na nangangailangan talaga ng mga tulong at keep um, capacities and capabilities ng mga alam natin na communities na yon. So, um, paano natin makikita yon sa totoong buhay? So, for example, we know someone na merong um, kakil- merong ano, mga mga, sabi natin, marine biologist who knows how to dive, di ba? So, um, eh, meron dito sa isang area na to na bumaha, kailangan nilang mag um, search and rescue sa flood. So, meron silang alam about diving, about helping people, baka may mga resources pa sila from um, on their own, di ba, na pwede nilang gamitin to to attend to those relief operations. And we can channel that, we can connect them through our um, networks. Uh, what else? Develop tools. So, yung Project NOAA, di ba? Yung Project NOAA is a very helpful online tool we can utilize to prepare and mitigate the risk of various hazards in our communities. So, may kita natin na, okay, this specific area is prone to landslides. So, this specific area in Diliman is prone to uh, flash floods, di ba? And this, prone in, this area in Quezon is prone into wildfire. So, those things, may kita natin yon by developing tools katulad sa Marikina yung pag nagte-text, di ba? Yung yung pagte-text din sa atin ng ating mga um, 
mga other jowa tulad ng NDRRMC, 'di ba? Every nine every now and then maka-receive tayo ng okay, um inaasahan ng orange rainfall warning sa mga ganitong lugar sa ganitong oras. So it's very helpful, 'di ba? Without um by developing tools, 'di ba, to monitor those um those risks, nai-inform yung mga tao and eh, I hope nagkaroon tayo ng isang centralized system. para hindi lang hindi lang ulan, hindi lang flash flood tsunamis yung ating ma-mitigate kung hindi yung effects din ng mga yon sa mga tao. So alam naman natin na hindi natin kayang ilipat yung Pilipinas sa kung saan mang lugar, di ba? So we need to um yun nga risk management talaga yung kailangan nating i-employ and through NSTP sana magkaroon talaga ng um ng um, makatotohanan pag um, pag-address dito sa mga risks na ito. Sabi nga ni Dr. Um, Minio, sabi niya, yung project natin needs to be sustainable. By that meaning, yung goal natin is not to just rehabilitate repeatedly kasi um, pag nagrehabilitate lang tayo repeatedly, mauubos yung energy, mauubos yung pe- yung resources. So hindi na, hindi tayo nagkakaroon ng pagkatuto, hindi tayo nagkakaroon ng preparedness, 'di ba? So what's the what's what's really what's really important is addressing it first time and hopefully next time when it happens, we don't need to address them anymore since we have all of this risk um, mitigation in place, 'di ba? So na mitigate na natin yung yung mga risks na ito when they come. So instead of repeatedly rehabilitating communities, 'di ba, in terms of say, for example, volcanic eruption sa Taal, hopefully by next time pag nangyari itong mga ito, eh, very minimal support na lang yung kailangan nila from from the nearby communities and that is the goal, 'di ba? So we need to think of sustainable ways on how to address these risks. And yeah, um, by that, I, I'd like to close this podcast. Um, and I really appreciate you guys for sticking out with me, listening throughout the podcast, throughout the end of this podcast. Again, my name is Ken, and you're listening to Undeterred by Ken. And thank you. Bye-bye. Your stories heard. This is Undeterred. Live! <laughs> <laughs> Podcast streaming on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Stories heard. This is Undeterred. Undeterred by Ken. <laughs> <laughs>